You're listening to the Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to our message today and that we hope you check us out online at TahlequahUMC.org. I'm really excited today, um, and I don't have trouble hearing today because of my allergies, but I'm not for sure if uh, we lifted up um, Jeffrey June, who was born this week. Um, and is joining us. Um, I know his family's um, got him there listening to us online, and I'm really excited um, about that birth, and I know Matt and Katie are um, just excited and elated, and just be in prayer for them as they navigate um, a new child into their home, and I know Jade is excited. I've enjoyed seeing the pictures. It's definitely made my day, and so um, I just wanted to to lift that one up to you, because I I said, I'm I'm having trouble hearing today, and I couldn't remember if I heard that or not uh, during the prayers, but it was just one that, as I was seeing Katie uh, sharing that with us, that uh, he's here. I was like, oh, we got to share that, just in case nobody can see the comments, Um, but it is a great thing. I want to invite you to pray with me. Let's pray. Gracious and ever-loving God, this is a day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad. And Lord, as we come to you today, this is, um, (laughs) we're in a unique time and chapter of our lives. And Lord, you're calling us to serve in the midst of this chapter, but to do it in a safe and healthy way that lives can be touched and changed and transformed for the gospel. And so Lord, as we're trying to discern what that looks like, help us. Orient us towards safety, towards love, and towards you. And so, Lord, we come before you in this time, in this space, to open ourselves up to you. And that the word we hear today, may it penetrate our hearts in such a way that we are led towards growing closer to you. So come, Holy Spirit, come. And all of us gathered said, Amen. Scripture lesson for today comes from the book of Acts, chapter 17, verses 26 through 28. I want to read this to you right now. From one person, God created every human nation to live on the whole earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their lands. God made the nations so they would seek Him, perhaps even reach out to Him and find Him. In fact, God isn't far away from any of us. In God, we live, move, and exist. As some of your own poets said, we are His offspring. I want to read another scripture for you today. It comes from the book of Romans, chapter 12. Verses 1 and 2. So, brothers and sisters, because of God's mercies, I encourage you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice that is holy and pleasing to God. This is your appropriate priestly service. Don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you can figure out what God's will is, what is good and pleasing and mature. These are the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
So over the next three weeks, we're, we're doing the sermon series based off of John Wesley's 21 Holy Club questions. And a little bit of a background on that. Um, his brother Charles was meeting with these friends at college, and, and they wanted to dive deeper in their faith. And they were sitting, I, I imagine this, they were sitting up in their dorm room like, man, we just want to grow closer in our faith. Although that was definitely not my college experience. Um, but uh, these guys really wanted to grow deeper in their faith, and they were wrestling with it. And so uh, Charles did what, what every little brother does. They, they seek out their older brother and say, hey, hey, John, we want to dive deeper uh, in, in our faith, and, and we want to be held accountable. And, and, and what, what can we do? And so John said, give me a few minutes and let me think about this. And um, and so he devised these 21 questions, and you'll find those 21 questions on our website under this week's bulletin. But for this, you know, next three weeks, we're going to chunk it up in seven questions each week. And, and I want to invite you to think about these. If you're not joining in on those studies, I would encourage you to think about joining in um, on our Sunday uh, school study or our Monday night study. And they're going to be looking at these. And, and, and if you want to do both, you can. That's a great way to grow even deeper in your faith because I know Shanna and Ashley um, will do it from two different types of perspectives. And that's going to be a great thing. And I want to invite you into those. And if you want to know how to, to join into those, just give me a call. I'll be glad to help you. That's why I'm here. I want to help you connect in to the faith. But he was sitting there, and they had these seven, the seven questions I want you to think about today. And these were in the bulletin, but I'm going to read them for you so that way you can internalize them. The first is, is Jesus real to me? The second is, am I enjoying prayer? The third is, do I insist upon doing something about, my, about which my conscience is uneasy? The fourth did the Bible live in me today? The fifth, did I disobey God in anything? The sixth, do I pray about the money I spend? The seventh, do I give time for the Bible to speak to me every day? Now, I, I want to challenge you over these next three weeks and, and as the days go on is to look at one of these questions each day. And we're going to share them with you um, through our social media every day, one of the questions every day, so you can reflect on that. If you want to try to take on all seven or 21, feel free to. But man, let me tell you, as someone who's tried to do that a couple of times, there's no way you can make it throughout, the, throughout your day to go through all 21 questions in a healthy way for your faith. And so focus on one a day. And I want to encourage you to, to start from the very beginning. And that's where we're going to start today. Is Jesus real to me? And think about this chapter that we're in in, in our lives. And, and, and no, this is a pandemic chapter. When they write about this in the history books, this is going to be the 2020 pandemic time. And how we respond to that time is, is really how we'll be, I don't like to use the word judge, but it will be what it is. And, and, and our relationship with God is what matters. And, and, and I think there are three ways to have a healthy relationship with God and, and upward focus. And are we centering ourselves uh, with God in, in, in everything we do? Everything we do, every thought, word, action, and deed, we are doing it with God in mind. How are we showing God to the world? How are, we, how are people seeing God in us? How are we being a light in the midst of all this darkness and craziness? And, and if I think if we focus on this upward focus right now, this week, and when we orient ourselves, are we oriented towards living like Jesus or are we oriented somewhere else? Because we're so afraid about everything else that we've lost track and sight of Jesus. 
Now, if you think about in the Old Testament, in, in the Bible and, and all that stuff, you, you think that one of the interesting things is, is that when the Israelites in the Old Testament fall away, when they get in trouble, they get in trouble because they lost sight of God. And they lost their focus. They lost their way. Have you ever felt that way? Those times when you don't feel right, those times when you don't feel centered, are, are, are you focused on God or are you focused on those other things? Because when we allow those other things to come into us and we allow those other things to, to crep into our lives, they bring us down and they pull us away from looking up towards God and being centered and making sure that everything we do honors and glorifies God. And, and it orients us in a whole different way that we could never be truly connected to God. But here's the fun thing about this. And as Methodists, we know this better than anybody, that God doesn't abandon us. We may abandon God, but God doesn't give up on us. And God is continually working on us and working through us, whether we recognize it or not. In Methodism, we call that pervenient grace. That grace that's there before our understanding. And let me tell you, I am so thankful for pervenient grace. I can look back at my life and see time and time again when, when Jesus was working on me or through me, and I wasn't aware of it because I wasn't focused on him. I was focused on something else. And I think that that's our problem right now, is we're focused on other things. Either it's centeredness or money, or like we could create a laundry list of things that are keeping us away from living out our faith faithfully. Or excuses or anything else. But when we orient ourselves and ask ourselves that question, is Jesus real to me? If we can say yes to that, then how are we living that out in such a way that people know that we are Christians by our love? Or how we act in the world? On Thursday, I was at a store and was having difficulties with their, the store was having difficulties with their system and, and, and it just was going chaotic and I wanted to get in and get out because, you know, I don't, I'm not... Um, I'm, I'm trying to do my best I can to stay out of large crowds so I can stay healthy. And, and, and I can, it could have been one of those situations where I got really angry really fast because it wasn't going the way I wanted it to. And the, the poor stock person was trying their best to make sure that it worked. And, and I just took a deep breath and said, hey, man, it's okay. It's not going to work. I'll come back later. It's not going to bother me. And she looked at me and she said, you're really living what's on your T-shirt, aren't you? I said, yes, ma'am, I am. I was wearing a t-shirt that said, God loves you. And, you know, I thought about that for just a little bit. How we respond to people matters because we never know where they're at in their life and their faith. And, and if we treat people with the grace that we would want to be treated with, could you imagine how much better this world would be? And I think about our focus on Jesus and we look into the world and, and, and people are getting so bent out of shape out of things that we cannot control. But what about the things we can control? How can we take care of our neighbor? How can we show love to everybody? By having an upward, out, upward focus on God and realizing that God creates this bigger picture for us to see and to be a part of, that we're part of a larger thing. And it's not just about us. We have to let go of that self-centeredness. That's why I love the Wesleyan Covenant Prayer. And the Wesleyan Covenant Prayer with the opening line is, I am not mine, but yours, God. Now I'm paraphrasing there. That's the Matt Franks version. The old English gets stuck in my head weird. But the way I read that is, I am not mine, I'm God's. 
and it orients us towards God and the way that we live. And, and, and that's who we should be. We should have this upward focus that asking ourselves, how am I living out God's calling for me in my life? And if I don't know what that calling is, what is it that is calling you? What pulls at you? What, what is calling you to help make this world a better place? Go there, start there. That's always a great place to start when you're trying to discern where you feel God is calling you. And what you'll find is amazing things. But we have to be open to it. We have to surrender ourselves. And, and I, and I want to say this because I need to hear this just as much as you do. Don't be afraid to be you. And don't be afraid that when you've been asked to do something, if you're giving it your all, if you're doing all the good you can in all the places you can and all the times you can, it's going to be enough. And it will be the right thing. Will it be perfect? Probably not. But how we respond to that matters. And if we open ourselves up to the possibilities and, and, and willingness to be a servant, it changes our way of mind and it opens us up to that upward focus that we are really called to have, that upward focus of being oriented on God. Because far too often we just do this, don't we? We drift away. And then we find ourselves so out and lost that we forgot how did we get here? And a lot of times it's about focus and holding ourselves accountable. That's why I love these questions. So are you enjoying your prayer life? Like I have to think about it. When, when, when I got the phone call earlier this week about uh, uh, Jeffrey being born, like uh, that was a text message. I loved seeing it that early in the morning because it definitely made me feel good. I know it made the Junes feel good. I knew it made that family feel good. And, and, and asking myself, am I enjoying my prayer life? That, that is something that, like, that's not something we think about. Do we enjoy praying for the people that we do? I love Thursday morning prayer. Thursday noon Zoom prayer just gets me going. Even if I'm having to sit in my car outside of a, a quick trip waiting uh, to, to have it go through because of just internet capabilities. But our orientation towards God matters. And one of the ways that we orient ourselves is, is diving into the word. When was the last time you really opened your Bible and read into it and allowed it to read you? When was the last time you opened it up and, and, and just read through it? Because when I was reading through it today, the other day, the, the Romans 12 text came into mind. And we shouldn't be conformed by the patterns of this world, but be transformed by renewing our minds so that way we can figure out God's will, orienting ourselves towards where God is calling us to be. I love question number six. Do you pray about spending your money? There have been times in my life when I've prayed that the check goes through. There have been times when I've prayed that, um, Lord, I, I, I hope this is the thing I need. You know, when you buy those big purchases like a car or something, Lord, may this not be a lemon. But I've thought about that a little bit more about how we pray, how, how we spend our money and how we're praying about that. Are we paying for the right things or are we just trying to be convenient? I want us to have an upward focus because that will orient us towards Jesus and it will lead us down a life and it will lead us to be a church that God is calling us to be because that's who we are where we should be oriented towards God and living and loving in the way that God called us to. Is it easy? No. 
but we're all called to this and we're all called to share and serve in unique and special ways. I came across this story this week. A kindergarten teacher asked the class, what, color, what is the color of apples? And most of the kids in the class answered red. A couple said green. But one student was brave enough to raise their hand and say white. And the teacher tried to explain that apples could be red or green or even golden, but never white. But the student was adamant. And she said, look inside. Jesus is always looking inside of us. The world can see through us what goes in us. And so if we orient ourselves towards God and we take in God, we let out God. Everything else, if we let that stuff in, it comes out of us. So why not this week we, we work and practice on letting the Jesus in me see the Jesus in you? For those of you that may have watched the Vacation Bible School uh, things, we had a yoga segment. And I have to admit, every time when I was editing the videos and watching through the videos, the thing that I always loved hearing was hearing Barbie say, the light in me sees the light in you. When she would end yoga as the namaste. But I want to flip that today to center us that the Christ in me sees the Christ in you. And if we can have that outward, upward focus, our insides change. And we see that transformation. And we live lives, as the author said, in God we live, move, and exist. And so church, know that you're not alone. And if we orient ourselves upward and our relationship towards God and we open ourselves up to allow God to work on us and through us, amazing things will happen. Let us pray. Dear God, we have come to hear a good news today. And that good news is this, that you love us, you care for us, and all you want from us is us. And so, Lord, as we go about our week and our day, may we be centered and oriented towards you that in everything we do, we see you. And Lord, help us see bigger pictures. Help us be open to the possibilities of sharing your love to our neighbors or strangers or friends or family. And may we be oriented towards you. God of love, hear our prayers. You're listening to the Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to our message today and that we hope you check us out online at tahlequahumc.org.